Hello and welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, a weekly dive into ways in which we can live a calmer, more creative and empowered life on our own terms. I'm Kate Taylor, Creativity and Empowerment Coach, and I'm on a mission to help us live an embodied life full of creative expression through my blended melting pot of goodness I call Practical Magic. This week on the Practical Magic Podcast, I'm going to share with you the story of how practical magic actually came to be, how it came to life, and why following the breadcrumbs of our life's narratives can prove so useful, and how living an embodied life can help you navigate through any path in this crazy old thing called life. So, if you've listened to any of my previous podcasts, you'll have heard me talking about some of the stories and the narratives that have got me to where I am, and why I do what I do. I do what I do to help us all to live a creative life and by living a creative life and doing that on our own terms it's by tuning into the full essence of who we are. You know the fact that you're a living, breathing, thinking, feeling, fully functioning human being is living a creative life and why this has got me to where I am is because I share the stories that I share because they've been my journey back to me. You know, they've been, they, they're made up of all of the sum of my experiences and our stories and our narratives are all the sum of our experiences. And I share my stories because I recognise that when we share our stories, then you hear yours as well. We are all connected. We all play out with each other. And in our stories and in our experiences and in our narratives, it's all our job to follow the breadcrumbs of what these mini journeys and are here to uncover for ourselves and understand what our path back is to ourselves in this wild ride that we call life. Now, depending on what your viewpoint is, depending on where you're coming from, I believe that the, the life that we have is not necessarily about the destination, but there is enlightenment that we can take along the way, you know? So it's it's about recognising and being part of that journey and taking a look out of the window as we go along to get to understand who we are and what our pattern is and what we're here to do. And this ride can be incredibly exhilarating you know it can be messy it can be confusing it can be happy and sad ridiculous embarrassing hilarious tragic exhilarating boring terrifying and joyous and sometimes that all of those feelings and emotions can be just within five minutes let alone a whole lifetime and for me I love being a witness to all of this and making sense of all of these parts of ourselves and these bits that make up the whole. It's like I can be a social commentator for my own life and and help other people to become a navigator and a social commentator to their own lives. But I don't just want to be a speaker to all of the parts of myself. I want to feel them in all of my senses because for me that is really about living in your whole essence in that all of these experiences and allowing my body and all parts of myself to be the speaker through which all of the stories that I come across and and play a part in are lived and there's a reason why 
I do this is because for so long in my life I was completely disconnected from myself and couldn't feel into anything at all and it completely sucked. So for years I'd had a really awkward relationship with myself. I mean I don't know if you can even call it relationship, it was more like my head and my body, they were attached to themselves but completely different entities, almost like completely different beings, vessels, personality types, if you could call it that. So I had a horrible depression in my early 20s and that led me to not nearly being here. And how long before that started, but I had poor relationship choices, again with myself, which led to poor relationships with other people, particularly one that was a defining point, which was an abusive, emotionally abusive relationship. And then that led on to learning from that and learning to come back to loving myself and what that actually meant. But then, you know, as you know, if you've listened to some of my stories and podcasts before, things happened, you know, I lost both of my parents, there was a lot of grief, I lost friends, I lost a relationship, I lost a marriage. And I ignored all of that grief and I ignored all of that processing through driving into work and overworking and playing too hard and getting into things that I probably shouldn't have been getting into, overeating, like everything that I could do to suppress any of the emotions, the tough kind of emotions I didn't want to deal with, I did, you know, I completely suppressed them down and I did a really good job of doing it to the point where I completely cut myself off from myself. I lived all of the time up in my head, trying to think my way through processing emotion, which FYI never works. And I just didn't, I wasn't connected into my body. So after a time, when I'd pushed everything down, I couldn't feel anything anymore, like nothing from the neck down. And it was terrifying because there was just numbness, you know, and this came to a head probably around not that long ago in in the whole kind of scheme of things, probably around three or so years ago. And looking back at that now, this feeling of numbness and disassociation, by any other name that would have been called a depression. But I didn't recognise that that's what it was because to me, my story of depression before is that I didn't want to walk this planet anymore. I didn't want to be here anymore. I didn't know what it was to be a human. But in this case, I didn't know what it was to feel. I didn't know what it was to fully live So it just, it was off, but I didn't know what that was. And it didn't make sense at all. You know, if anybody knows of me, knows me as as a friend, as a human being, at that time, everything from the outside looked ideal. It looked great. I had left my corporate job. I had retrained as a coach, an NLP practitioner. My business was starting to go really well or had all these amazing opportunities. I lived by the sea. I had a loving boyfriend, still do. 
And, you know, it was the vision board of dreams. I had the dog that I wanted. We even called him what I, I planned to call him. Everything was still as it was supposed to be, but I couldn't connect into it, just couldn't feel it at all. It was like this life was going on alongside was the one that I'd wanted to create. And yet inside, just flatlined, just no access to anything. But like I say, because life is all about following the breadcrumbs, I started paying attention or when I started asking for guidance. There was a point at which I couldn't do it anymore. I knew that there was something that needed to change, not be fixed because nothing was broken, but change. So I started asking in and actually there's an interesting story because it came around when I really started paying attention. There's probably been loads of signs before, but talking about being cut off from your body, you get cut off from your intuition as well. So um, it was around a summertime and, and my friend was getting married and I'd gone down to the Isle of Wight to go to her hen party. And as part of the hen, she had a tarot reader there. And all day I'd be like, nah, I'm not going to get my tarot read. I was actually going to have a reading with somebody else the next day. So I was like, I don't need, I don't need to have my tarot read. It's absolutely fine. But as these things happen, she was, this wonderful woman was packing up, you know, she'd done her last reading for the day. She was just packing up to go. And then I found myself sitting in front of her. And she said to me, I'm glad you sat down. She said, I've been waiting for you all day. Well, there you go, you know. And actually, we had this amazing tarot reading. And tarot, if if you use it and, and you know about it, you know that it's all about connecting to the unconscious. It's not a fortune telling thing. It's about connecting to, again, the breadcrumbs and listening in and paying attention through the archetypes of tarot to what's going on for you. And when we did the reading, every single card that she turned over was all about water not being able to flow, even to the point that quite dramatically one card had stuck to another one. And the card that had stuck was an iceberg. And she went, if you want any more examples of how energy or water or energy is getting stuck in your body, then it's right here, the iceberg. Like, do you want any more clues? Because it's shouting loudly. And so I was like, yeah, no, I can really feel into that. You know, I, I recognize that there's stuckness in the body, which is it, which is not letting me kind of flow in the way I want it to. So what do I do? She was like, you'll find it, which was a little bit frustrating at the time. But me being me, I went out with this with full vigor. I tried everything that there was to do. I tried acupuncture. I tried Reiki. I tried kinesiology. You know, I really did put full effort into finding this thing that was going to get this energy flowing back through the body. And again, following all the breadcrumbs, you know, that's why the coaching and NLP was getting me to where I was. From a head-based point of view, I was starting to understand the connection between the conscious and the unconscious mind and what it was to kind of learn more about our deep minds. But my body wanted to move and that's where it started really taking effect. I started learning about energy, I started learning about the connection of all the things, but my body wanted to move. And 
I have this wonderful friend called Jane who is a Koya teacher and Koya is this amazing movement practice in which you really do drop out of your head and into your body and I'd seen that she taught this practice and I'd been really resisting it for a long time but actually I did decide one Sunday to join a workshop with Jane and the Higher Selfie Girls and I thought you know give it a go I'll move my body whatevs but this is where it all fell into place. There was one point during the Koya class and Koya moves through all these wonderful pillars. It gets you back into slowing down to tune in, in feminine movement. But there's a bit of the Koya class where it's called the free dance. And I remember it must have been like a probably a really cheesy Lady Gaga song or something. And I was twirling around with my arms aloft, spinning round and round and round in circles and just felt the most incredible surge of joy, of remembering what it felt like to feel joy. And I was like, oh my God, there it is. I've got a connection to something and it's joy. And that had such an incredible impact on me that it almost felt like my system had been shocked back into life, like the defibrillator machine had just gone on my body. So much so that within five weeks, I'd booked myself off to go to Costa Rica and do Koya teacher training because I was just going to bear witness to whatever was coming forward. And it was whilst I was in Costa Rica everything started the practical magic element of what I do really came into play so every single choir dance that we did every day and every meditation and I would go off journaling in the mornings and I had this really profound visualization of when I was meditating one morning that I was meditating on this rusted up treasure box and it was fully closed rusted up, rusted locks, rusted chains, wrapped bound around it. But with every movement, with every dance, the lid was just lifting. And light was coming from inside. And inside of that light was all these amazing jewels and colours that wanted to light up. They wanted to come back into my life. And I recognised through the process that these were all to do with energy in the body. These were all to do with lighting up the chakra points. I didn't even know what chakras really meant before this time. But I felt into it and recognising that the wild colours that started to come out of my energy in my body with every movement was energy flowing back in to my body. And that's where it all came to be. It's the start of the journey with practical magic it all began here and it's a journey which shows that when we connect into our bodies we can be guided by this amazing wisdom guidance tool that we've got and that when we connect into this amazing wisdom guidance we can connect into our intuition into our foresight into learning to listen to our own selves and be guided by everything that the body's got to tell us because if you're being guided by the body I can tell you what you would never get anything wrong in your life again and 
tuning into the body means tuning into fully the unconscious mind and that mind body super loop to start having a better relationship with ourselves or at least learning more to have a relationship with ourselves and recognizing that no part of ourselves is wrong that there is no right there is no wrong there just is and that the more that we do that is when the magic happens and it might be slowly at first but that light does go on and those jewels do want to shine and what was once grey starts to take on all kinds of wild crazy colours and that no experience whether it's good or bad is ever wasted and that's how my work with practical magic came to be I followed the breadcrumbs and I blended all of these tools I've got on my hands including NLP and hypnotherapy coaching coir blending them with meditation with breathing and amazing other work and modalities can really get us back to the fullest essence of who we are and that all of those wonderful things like art and culture and creativity and music are all of the things that are the vessels to really connect us into our full senses which is why I have made this wonderful deck you know this is not an advertisement necessarily for that but it is to come into this full rich experience through all the senses in all the world colors and all its creativity and all of its magic and all of the beautiful imagery that's used and the words and the poetry and everything that goes alongside it so you can check it out it's it's on kickstarter we've still got a few weeks left to back the campaign so you can head over to the kickstarter page now which you can get a direct link to if you go to www.practicalmagicliving.com i hope you've enjoyed this episode and my journey with practical magic i'd love it if you could head over to itunes to rate and subscribe and give us a review if you so feel called to do so i am back next week with a really very special guest it's rochelle chic who is the founder of coir so until next week my darlings take care and wishing you a very magic week